Welcome to Radiant Alchemy with Sakara Ray. Take a little break and join me for a short little while while we contemplate ways that we can make our lives easier and more joyful and live more authentically in our life's purpose. Let's get started. Hi there, dear ones. Oh, it's a chilly day today. It's rainy and gray and I don't know. Sometimes the winter just kind of gets to you, you know. Um, it's amazing to me how the universe works because I've been mulling around this idea for a couple of weeks in my head trying to figure out what to do with it. Um, I'm sort of waiting for clarity and direction and just this morning before I even got out of bed I thought okay this isn't usually the day that I record my podcast but I'm going to record one today because I really want to talk about this and as I was preparing breakfast I just keep um, you know some little show on in the background in the morning one of those morning shows that's on cable tv I don't know if it's good morning America or you know CBS this morning but they were talking about um, almost verbatim what I had written down, this epidemic of loneliness. And so I thought, okay, there's my sign. This is what I need to talk about today. And I'm looking for a piece of paper as I'm trying to talk to you about this. Um, but this is something, again, that I've been thinking about for a while is, you know, why is it that we are feeling so lonely right now? I mean, we're we're busier than ever. We have more to do than ever. We're multitasking. Um, and we're seemingly connected to everybody. Uh, you know, we're online all day. We have our phones, which are almost like an extension of ourselves at this point, in our hands all the time. Um, think about the way technology has advanced. My mom can Skype with my sister and my niece 500 miles away and see their faces whenever she wants and that's amazing or if my brother-in-law gets deployed they can Skype Um, and you think about you know when our when my grandparents were married and um, if my grandfather would have to go off to war or you know active duty my Nana would have to just wait for a letter in the mail Or if you think even way, way back, you know, when it was telegrams and you would have no idea if someone was coming home. And now someone can be completely around the world and you can still see their face when you talk to them. And I can see pictures of my cousin's kids growing up on social media, even though I only see them, you know, once a year or once every other year in person. So it's this weird illusion that we have that we're so connected to everybody all the time and yet there's been this drastic drastic spike in depression and loneliness and anxiety and people feeling like they're alone and nobody understands them um, that they're the only one having the experiences that they're having in life and I think it's truly all wrapped up in the technology that we're in. And again, there are wonderful positive aspects to it. But 
as you know, I am um, very, a very reluctant participant on social media. I am a person that really values and savors in-person communication. I want to really be right there in that moment, reading someone's expressions, seeing their body language. Um, I love my hands-on work when I have someone on my table. I'm a very physical, very affectionate person. I really value the power of touch. and um, But I also understand that being connected online and through social media outlets uh, is the best way to reach the greatest amount of people. But I think social media has actually become really detrimental to a lot of us because we are relying on pictures and likes and one sentence comments for our sense of self-worth and our affirmations or um, confirmations that we're okay. And if we put something out there and nobody responds or you don't get as much of a response or the kind of response that you were hoping for, it can trigger this sense of isolation or um, we'll start comparing ourselves and going, well, why does this post have this many likes or why does this person have this many followers and why didn't anybody say anything about this? And so we're, we're reaching out in these, in my perspective, I don't want to say inappropriate, but not the healthiest ways to seek approval and to seek connection. And while I love seeing pictures of my niece online and I love hearing, you know, a good story or people sharing good news or sharing photos of their vacation, to me, those aren't really meaningful, lasting connections. Um, but we all kind of live in our screens now. I mean, even the work that we do is based in a computer. So when I think of, uh, you know, jobs I had like in food service where you're forced to be interacting with people or when I worked in a daycare and I was holding babies all day, that was one thing. But then as times have evolved and everyone, even if you're in an office with a handful of people, you're kind of all just at your screen and there isn't really the sense of cohesiveness and cooperation that we used to have. And so I think that our collective humanitarian addiction and dependence on technology is really crippling our sense of connection and causing us to become lonelier than ever. I also think that social media can be really damaging, not just because we are seeking approval through those outlets, but because most people are only sharing a small sliver of their life. I mean, if you think about it, if you had a friend on Facebook who was just constantly complaining, you would probably just start ignoring their posts or unfollow them or unfriend them because nobody really wants to be dragged down by bad news. And so what happens, what I think is initially a good effort is that people try to share positive things. They share pictures of their family, they share pictures of food or travels or a beautiful sunrise 
or they only post, you know, happy, sunny things like getting a promotion or getting engaged or losing weight. And so we start to compare ourselves and we're looking at all of these people going, oh my God, they're doing so well. Look how great everybody else's life is going. Why do I feel like this? And I think we need to, just like you can add a Snapchat filter and make yourself look (laughs) infinitely better or, uh, you know, you can Photoshop or edit any photo. It's like, almost like we're doing that with our words as well. And we're creating this little illusory lens of what life is really like. And because we're afraid to share bad news or be really vulnerable or portray ourselves as anything other than perfect and succeeding and loving every minute of life, we are silently suffering. And online connections and friendships are wonderful in a pinch and, you know, for, I guess, a lot of your day-to-day interactions, but we need meaningful in-person contact with each other. We really do. And I don't know how many of you had to, you know, watch these videos or take um, sociology class, but I remember watching the videos in high school where they were doing these sociological experiments, which would never, ever pass (laughs) in today's modern age. Um, But there were two that really struck me. And one was where they were experimenting with um, babies or toddlers. And in one experiment, they would um, talk to them, but not hold them or not, you know, change any of their facial cues So they would be interacting with them, but there was no contact and no, um, no change in our facial expressions. It was just communicating words. And what happened was these children were becoming so distressed and actually started becoming ill because they were not getting any kind of feedback, um, by being able to mirror expressions or pick up on an emotion. We weren't, you know, they weren't being shown happiness or approval or anger. It was a very flat affect and there was no physical contact. And these children became very ill and very distressed. And it almost chokes me up to think back watching that video, because I remember seeing, you know, over the series as they would show it, that this poor little girl, I mean, she was probably less than 18 months old and she started getting these bags under her eyes and she just looked so sorrowful and even though someone was right there she couldn't connect with them and I think we're having that same experience now where people seem to be right there right at our fingertips we can see them but we can't actually connect with them and I really think that's what's happening to us right now. And the other side of that, um, the other video that I remember watching was the experiment of, I think it was a little monkey and they gave it two choices. There was, um, like a wire structured monkey with, you know, no feathers or anything. It was just like a wire, a wire monkey and a big bowl of food. And then there was a very plush, soft um, 
maybe it was an owl. I can't remember. <laughs> For some reason, I thought the baby was a monkey, but the, the mother image that I'm picturing is an owl. Either way, they had a choice of a wire mother with food or a very plush, soft, warm mother and no food. And unanimously, every time, these babies chose the plush, soft, warm mother over the food, which tells us that life will literally starve itself <laughs> for connection and nurturing. So more than we need food and sustenance, we need connection. We need human connection. And I'm seeing an uptick in clients and even, you know, within people that I know in their relationships, people are having a harder time finding a partner, um, are having a harder time making long-term relationships work. And I think it's because so many people are now starting their relationships online. And I certainly know plenty of people that are in very loving, long-term committed relationships having met through an online dating site. That's not, I'm not bashing online dating sites. I'm just saying when you are solely connecting over the internet and you're not even calling each other, you're just texting, you're Snapchatting, you're Instagramming, and you're not even taking that time to connect to someone else's voice. When you do get together in person, how would you know what to do with each other? It would almost feel awkward. Um, so I think we have to get back to finding time to connect with someone in person. And I understand and accept that a lot of people are not as physical as I am or not as affectionate as I am. Not everybody wants to be hugged and kissed, but we do need that in-person time. So even if you're not an affectionate, physical person, you still need time every day where you are sitting down, even if you're just talking about your day, and you can look up and someone is looking back at you and you know that that person is giving you all of their focus and all of their attention because that registers in your subconscious that you're important and that you matter and that someone cares about what you have to say and that someone cares about you and your well-being. And so I think it's crucial that we get back to finding in-time, in-person connection time. And again, if you've listened to any of my other podcasts, you know I'm a huge proponent proponent of taking a break from social media, turning off the TV, taking a break from technology, giving yourself some downtime. I would love if this week I could challenge you to schedule just one hour with someone. I don't care if it's your intimate partner or a parent or a really good friend. Ideally, it would be someone that you could meet up with in person, let you know, go to a coffee shop or get lunch. Um, if you're not able to do that for any reason, maybe just call one of your oldest friends, you know, maybe someone you've been friends with for 20 years, but you haven't had an actual conversation with in, you know, a year or longer and just reconnect with that person. We need other people. Humanity requires 
cooperation and support to survive. So even though we think we're connected, we're really not. So my challenge for you this week is to find and schedule time, one hour, with someone that is important to you and give them some of your undivided attention. Put down your phone, even turn your phone off. Don't have the TV on in the background. Shut down the computer. Give someone half an hour of your undivided attention. Listen to what they have to say. Hear them. See them where they are and accept them. And then ask them to do the same for you. And I think you will be stunned at how different you feel just having been seen and heard and witnessed. And we really need to get back to that. Um, Just as a quick little side note, I think this is part of the reason why we're seeing pets almost become um, at the same, almost reach that same level of importance as humans. You know, there are a lot of people whose pets are almost like their babies or whose pets are their best friends and why we're trying to take our animals with us everywhere because we touch them and we have that in-person contact with them. We hold them, we pet them, we take care of them, they look at us, they give us lovins. Um, And so pets are kind of superseding all of these other important relationships. And I have a pet who is the light of my life, who is my baby. I am not challenging anyone who (laughs) wants to call their pet their baby. I'm just saying that isn't it interesting that we're finding animals sort of climb the social ranks and become more and more accepted almost like they're humans. And it's because we actually have that one-on-one time with them. And I'm not asking you to stop that or change that. I'm asking you to um, reciprocate that with some human relationships. We need more time with each other in person Um, more time to listen, more time to be heard, certainly more time to be touching, whether that is just intimate time in the bedroom or a hug or a little rub on the back um, at the end of a tough day. So a little food for thought. Please email me and let me know how you've done on this challenge and how it made you feel. And I always love your feedback. So until next time, dear ones, go out there and make a good connection. Thanks for listening. If you want to learn more about Sakara Ray and Sheeler or get in touch with me, please go to my website, www.sheeler.net, or send me an email at ray at Hope to hear from you soon.